Thanks for joining us. In this episode, we've got some funny stadium names, big clubs in non-league, old TV shows on Channel 4, German Bundesliga talk, odd football kits, people used to like, but now they seem to have dodgy right-wing views, and a lot more. Hope you enjoy it. Which one's the uh, Johnny Rocks Stadium? Johnny Rocks? Johnny Rocks is... Oh, we played them this year. Is that Cheltenham or someone? I've never... Is that, what's that got to do with... Russian Diamonds? They're not in the league we anymore. Play, we played there this year. I think what it's is it? Is, there, is that a person or a company or Johnny Rocks? It's a company, I think. It's a local... It? I think it's a local taxi firm or something stupid right. like that. God, you don't need a lot of money then. The, probably I could afford to sponsor the ground. Or they were previously sponsored by a taxi firm, I remember. There was the Kit Kat Stadium, York Town. City. Do you remember that? Kit Kat. Yeah, the renamed Bootham Cres. Uh, but the McCain worst thing, the yeah, McCain Scarborough. The worst sponsor yeah. I ever saw was Sheffield Wednesday, and they had that Chupa Chups, the loyal, oh, the lollies. That's <laughs> yep. embarrassing. Johnny Rocks. Johnny Rocks is a limousine service in Gloucester. Mm. Actually, it's been it has been a bit strange though, uh, Stephen, in, in League Two, that it's it's really given the lie in recent weeks the idea that mid-table teams have got nothing to play for. No. <laughs> They just keep beating the teams near the top. But there's seven spots we, for promotion, isn't there? So you've always got something to yeah, play but, for but in League even Two. Teams, even teams right in the middle, like Crawley or yeah. uh, Stevenage, clubs like that, they, mm-hmm. they, they're pulling off wins against teams that have got everything to play yeah. for. But it's yeah. but you know there's, yeah, there was some analysis a few years yeah. ago, and, and, it, and the question <laughs> yeah. was, if teams are relegated or have nothing to play for, you know the old cliche was they're on the beach. Yeah. Does that make yeah. a difference? And there's no evidence for that. There's mm. no evidence that actually teams yeah, on the beat maybe, suddenly maybe give up. <clears throat> well, I th- how many times have you seen a team, certainly in the Premier League, get relegated and suddenly start winning? Sheffield United yeah. won last week because yeah. it's like, yeah, well, yeah. we're not. There's no pressure anymore, and there's still top elite players. You know, if you're a professional footballer, you must be good. Yeah. Be oh, God, if you're playing for South End, you have to be good. I mean, there's no question about it. Mm. I, 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 when I worked at Bradford Uni, after just after I'd finished uni, I worked in the library at Bradford Uni. And uh, it was in a little department there for project planning overseas. You used to get loads of overseas students coming from Africa and Eastern Europe just to learn about project planning and economics. Yeah, yeah, right, of course, yeah. Um, and we used to have a little football match um, every every few weeks between staff and students. And it was pretty good because you get a few decent players and then you get some absolute... This this little guy from Nepal who was in net one time. And he was, I mean, he was like five you foot. You don't get many of them to the pound, <laughs> do you? Nepalese goalkeeper. Chip him all the time, oh. yeah. Um, but there was this guy from Montserrat who, who wasn't particularly good. He was worse than me. I mean, I'm not amazing, but you know, he was worse than me. And afterwards, he was saying, yeah, I'm thinking about doing some trials when I'm over, see if I can get a, a contract. And I was like, what? Was he an international what? for Montserrat? Montserrat? Like seven... No, no, he was just a just delusional fool. The, the government in right. Montserrat and was over studying. And um, it's like, yeah, I think, I think I'll see if I can get a contract while I'm over here. And I was like, what, you mean like non-league? Semi, at best, semi-professional. He's like, right. no, I think, I think I could probably do... Premier League or, or you know, <laughs> Good look championship that, level. And then he said to me, and you could probably do like third, fourth division or something. I was thinking, well, I'm fucking better than you, first of all. And then I, I, I'm 10th tier level mm. or something. I don't know. I don't know what 10th yeah. tier is. It's but... just, um, 
It is it is an eye opener. I mean, I, I remember it was a, going back to when I was playing youth football a very very long time ago, and um, our our team were uh, unbeaten and champions of the of the Cheshire League. And our, our management um, arranged a, a game against Manchester City's youth team. And we, we were going there. I don't, I don't think we really thought about it. We weren't going, oh, we've got to kick their asses. But we, we definitely thought we were worthy of a good game yeah. against, uh, mm -hmm. against, um, against Manchester City's youth team. And we lost 12-1. And I, I, I've never felt as humiliated on a football pitch. But it brought mm -hmm. hope. The vast gulf between mm. being a, a, a decent amateur team and you know those who are who are signed yeah. to the rank of a, of a top professional club—they yeah. were just in a different universe. It was a huge eye opener for me. They've also got access to elite facilities regarding trainings and things. So maybe yeah. if other players, let's say you, Dale, or someone from your team, the Cheshire team, maybe if they'd have been picked up. And given access can, to that, those get, top, you can get a certain way with with dedication and with yeah. training and things. You can get a certain way, but still not quite to that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's interesting. There's um, a guy. Uh, what was his name? I think his name was Jim Melrose. Played for Celtic. He played for Shrewsbury, yeah. and I remember he he played for Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury Town, and he was a player in a, who had that badge, the badge I was talking about, the kind of the line drawing of a shrew. Right. Well, he, he he must have gone there from Celtic because he, he, he ended up uh, working as a postie with me in Macclesfield. Did he? Um, <laughs> How the mighty we, fall, we, bloody hell. Well, really, seriously, you do wonder what he'd done with his with his cash. He must have had a decent <laughs> wedge if he was a Celtic player. Well, fucking hell, he was, uh, and he was, you know, he was obviously getting on a bit then. He was just on a different planet. It's a bit of a lame example, but playing five-a-side once played against Simon Davey, who played for Preston mm. and Carlisle yeah. and another team. Yeah. Third, fourth division midfielder. Yeah. But the yeah. touch was just... Yeah. They're just yeah. like you, I can only repeat what you said on an absolute other level, and you could be a hell yeah. of these. This by then he was like beer belly and pit, but just so yeah. much faster. Yeah, and, and just... the, the sort of um, the muscle memory, which mm. will which will never disappear, and the control and, 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 and everything. Like so you 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 often hear these disparaging comments, don't you, about somebody who was a journeyman footballer, mm. uh, or you know he played in the lower in third and fourth division for years and years. And years. Fucking hell, give me a career like that. I'd be, I'd be well happy with that. I know, that. and you're going to make decent money still. You've still got to be a pretty damn good player. I think to get if to you're playing like professional that. football and you've been paid, uh, yeah. you're, you're, yeah. you're something else. Yeah, Just exactly. looking at National League, Sutton United a second and Torquay a top. And then you've got Torquay, Sutton, so Torquay a top, then Sutton, Hartlepool, Stockport, FC Halifax, yeah. the Phoenix Phoenix yeah. Club, Bromley. I don't know what they're doing there. Bromley. Then you've got Wrexham, Chesterfield, Notts County. Notts County, in my head, are a big club. They were in the, I right, think, yeah, yeah. I think the last first division, weren't they? Yeah, they were. They were in the first. Neil Warnock was the manager. They, yeah. they were in the Premier League, were they, when it started? Well, the first, no, I, think, I think it was the the last first division, and then they got okay. relegated. I think yeah. I'd have to check, but I think it was the last first division. And then the yeah. other, then they started the Premier League. They were in the top division anyway. For sure, yeah. yeah. And then you've got a lot of Dagenham and Redbridge, Yeovil, Altrincham. The two teams They've have gone. They've never been in the Football League, Altrincham, have they? No. They, they one of those big non-league clubs, yeah. like you were saying about Yeovil before. Like, like Macclesfield used to be before they came into the league. But I think they could do, a, do well. You've got a lot of these Northwest teams, lower ones. They just, there's journeymen, again, we know they're actually elite. 
but they're going to um, they just bounce around. So Altrincham, you're going to get Manchester, Liverpool players. It's a good area. But I'd I'd like to see the average Altrincham fan because I wouldn't have thought it was quite as working class as some other clubs, right? I've got no idea. They did. Um, they, they did have um, uh, Frank Sidebottom. Yeah, yeah, he was a, he was, he was really really fan, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't. You know, I, talk, I reference these sometimes, and nobody else gets it because it was would have been on Granada Northwest and things like this. Yeah. I don't think outside people really heard of this. We, that we didn't have Tony Wilson, uh, you know, because in. in in on Granada, you got Friday night music with brilliant Tony. Yeah. It was we, quite, which, pretty good. Which we didn't have, and we had I good remember comedy. him on some kind of game show and some kind of Channel Four thing that he did, youth thing. But that was, I suppose, probably early nineties. But that was one there was a lot of and, and there was oh, a comedy you, show. Do you know what it was, Dale? It was a Northwest one, but you had upcoming people like Steve Coogan, Carolina Hearn doing character comedy. They were generally um, in character on stage. And what was that on? But that was only Northwest. No, and then they grew and got a lot bit bigger. But that'd be on John Thompson would be on. I don't know if you know John Thompson. Yeah. He carved out and he'd be the like yeah. the Bernard Wright on. Bernard Wright on. That's always really funny. He's from Preston, yeah, by the way. Just yeah. saying. I know him more because he did he did loads with Steve Coogan, didn't he? he and he got really yeah, when Steve Coogan but all these characters were all on Northwest Telly only at first mm-hmm. and then got really popular. So really well, you were right names. about that one's no. Um, with the, the music program on a on a yeah. Friday, it was a fantastic. You have you have Granada reports. I don't I don't think at the time I, re, I appreciate how appreciated how lucky we were. What was it called that Again, program? Really pretty, pretty radical uh, music program with Tony Wilson. If you mm-hmm. if you see the first the first TV appearance of Joy Division on that, uh, and when you if you ever see it on YouTube, it, it's absolutely mind blowing that they were able to send this out in 1979. I guess it was. But what was yeah. it called? It and it didn't start. It went. Did it not go into the 90s? I, I don't know. It was certainly late 80s because I've I've watched clips on YouTube of Stone Roses and Charlatans. What was the on bloody there, name so. though? Because I remember watching it myself. It was a shade before my time, but I remember watching that and the tube. Yeah, I used to really like the tune and the with, word. Uh, I used to like the word, word as well. The word, yeah. Terry Christian. Yeah. Terry Christian. Yeah. Yeah. Was good. She was on the tube. She was on the tube. Yeah. Paulie, yeah, tube yeah. was Paulie Yates and Jules Holland, and yeah. the word was Terry Christian, and they seemed to revolve the female presenters quite yeah, a lot. And, and there was Danny a lot. Bear? Of, Terry, Danny Bear Terry was one of it. Yeah. Terry Christian took loads and loads of flack because he was, mean, a, he was, he was like he was the a, media really hated him, but I really liked him. He's, yeah. actually, he's a proper, he's very left wing. He's good now, yeah. and, yeah. Uh, but just because he had this proper like, hey, tell what we've got on next, we've got oh, yeah. this coming out next. He had that proper uber mank. But was it's called Frank Sidebottom then? Well, <laughs> there's not a world apart, but you know what I mean though. Yeah, but I used to really enjoy. What else had, was there? Um, L seven. You know L seven. Rapido. 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 Which uh, the, ra- I remember ra- ra- hearing ra- ra- a, an interview with um, Antoine de Cannes. Oh, he was in um, you know that, right. Eurotrash as well, and Jean Paul Gaultier. Yeah, oh, but I, I listened to an interview with him, and I didn't know who it was at the beginning, because it was this guy who was speaking perfect English, right? Right, no accent, and it turns out he was a he was a journalist based in the UK. He could speak English basically perfectly. No accent. I mean, a tiny bit, but yeah. not not like like it is there. And he couldn't get any work. He couldn't get any TV work. 
And then for some reason, he did this ridiculously over-the-top French accent and right. somebody picked him up <laughs> for Channel 4 and was like, oh, right. we've got to have this guy on. He does the I used to love uh, Jean- yeah. I mean Jean-Paul. Go, Jean-Paul, what are you doing? And we're like, oh, Antoine. <laughs> it was brilliant. He used to put it on. It really funny, yeah. Well, you know, um, do you ever watch Bansai? The... Um... Yeah. Oh, no, go go on, I love Banzai. Oh, well, by the way, I'm going off right off. It's not even a tangent, really. But did you, did you have you seen um, have you seen Squires today? No, but, no, I haven't. But it's highlight of the week. Yeah, no, right. It's got it's got one frame in there, uh, which refers a little bit to what we've been talking about with uh, Gary Gary Neville as the unlikely revolutionary. <laughs> Um, speaking on uh, Sky TV, and um, it, it's got underneath it's a logo saying um, the, the revolution will not be free to air. Uh, <laughs> on Sky TV, and then that, that got me thinking because you know the song the, the, uh, the revolution will not be telling yeah. us by uh, Gil Scott Heron. You know that Gil Scott Heron's father was the first black player to play for Celtic. Really? Really? Yeah, really. <laughs> But he was Catholic, I assume. Yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, still... <clears throat> but but he was Catholic, I assume. He was a Catholic guy, though. I get because it was only the Catholic thing right the blocks here, right? So he was Catholic, I assume. I'd assume. Actually, Celtic, they didn't mind. They had pretty players as well. It was it was Rangers. It was only Rangers that had Catholics. the hard line, okay? But Celtic. I mean, Celtic were a, were a Catholic fan base, but they didn't have anything. I saw an article the other day uh, was talking about um, you know the the history of breakaway leagues. And um, Preston themselves were involved in some very dodgy healing. <laughs> we don't talk about this, but I know. Did you read about the um, Preston North End were the first team to be kicked out of the FA Cup for for shenanigans? You know, like would you other team? Would you like some? We've got some brown envelopes here that happen to be full of, and they booted that? us out of the FA Cup. I think in eighteen eighty something. Is that yeah. like that that ridiculous Netflix thing? Did you do you watch that? Oh, I heard it was terrible. It was oh, written by the uh, guy who does Downton Abbey. No, I'm not watching that. Oh. But the the first league they were yeah. saying about like you know being a bit holier than now, but essentially you know the first football league and all that kind of thing. Was it in the yeah, Guardian? Very... Have we read the same thing? I think we probably have. Yeah. yeah. About how um, they deliberately chose clubs that. They... Like Bolton wouldn't really have got got mm. in, but apart from the fact that they were close to some of the other clubs, so it made sense for them to get in. But some of the um, it, it actually destroyed a lot of other a lot of other clubs yeah. because it became a closed shop. So yeah. it was regarded in the same way as the ESL that suddenly yeah. a league had been set up, um, and it prevented it prevented traditional clubs from taking part. Have you have you discovered um, what was it what was his name um, Gil? St. Elmo Heron. Yep, Gilson El- Elmo Heron. Gilson Elmo. Also yeah. played for Kidderminster Harriers. And- did, indeed, yeah. that, what a kid- yeah. career is that? Manic. Celtic and Kidder. Gil, who, sorry, St. Elmo. Born in Jamaica. Heron. Heron, like H E R R O N. H E R O N. H E R O N. Gil Scott Heron's Gil Scott Heron. Here we are, yeah. Gilbert's. Born in 1922 and died in Detroit. He got around a bit, didn't he? Old old Gil. He was born in. He, he, I think he was a, Jamaica. Born said in Jamaica. Jamaica, and then he moved to Canada, and then got. Oh, then when you say played for Celtic, he played one game. Thing. That's not actually true. It, it says here one on game on Wikipedia. He didn't. Yeah. He actually played five times for, oh, right. for the Celtic okay. I, I, team. I don't know yeah. where that's come from. Um, well, he scored in his first game. 
in the in the Scottish League okay. Cup, I think it was. It even says in the description, Heron only played five first team matches in all, yeah. scoring twice. Yeah. But in the stats, it says one and no goal. Oh, that's interesting. So, yeah, it's a bit weird. Isn't and it? he was we called did, he at Celtic. He earned the nicknames the Black Arrow and the yeah. Black Flash. Yeah. And he played cricket as well while living there. Yeah. Interesting. Heron died so, in Detroit. I mean, even, if he, even if he did only play once for them, he, still, he was still the first black player to play for Celtic. Yeah, no, I'm just, he seems like he really got a bad cool to... story that he's, he's the father of the guy who did the revolution with Bobby Televised. But then he comes to... <laughs> so he's born in Jamaica, comes to England, well, first went to Detroit... Oh, you see, he played for. I think he fought in the war in Canada, didn't he? Yeah. He, according, he, according, he played for Detroit team. Venetia, Detroit Wolverines, Chicago Maroons, Chicago Sparta, Detroit Corinthians, Celtic, Third Lanark, Kidderminster Harriers, Detroit Corinthians. Do you know it's worth reading about? If you, there's a, I think they play in the fourth tier of, Amer- U.S. United States football, Detroit City, and they're very much a left wing club that's very much a proper. They want to create a European atmosphere and it's a proper club and it's well worth reading about online if you get the chance, Detroit City. It's interesting because you read a lot of North American see it's French, but these guys seem like they want to be a proper football club rooted in the community, very much on a European model. It's worth yeah. reading about. It's I'm, interesting. I'm ready to mock, but but have a read. Know. I'm yeah, gonna find out about them before you mock. Yeah. You can be you can be pretty sure they'll never make it into MSL or MLS, whatever happens. Can't but you? the ML Detroit are a massive city, but very poor. Without, but they still haven't got any kind of MLS presence. So you wonder a gap in the market. Oh, oh. No, oh. I mean, it's it's got to be David Beckham's into Miami. He's got into Miami. Why did they give him those stupid names? Like you got Real Salt Lake into Miami. <laughs> Do me a favour, like well, fucking hell. I don't you know. know. It's, it's Beckham thinking he's being clever playing on Inter Milan, isn't it? Inter Miami. There's um, nothing clever but, about so, it. It just sounds yeah. god. To a European, it sounds god awful. You know the story about Beckham when he when he went to Real Madrid, because he 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 asked if he could have the number seven shirt. I'm not saying this is 100% true. This is alleged before we get sued. Although, that would probably be good for publicity. If we alleged? This is one man's <laughs> um, opinion. He went to Real Madrid and said, can I have the number seven shirt? And they said, sorry, no, that's uh, Raul's got number seven. You'll have to pick another one. He said, well, can I have um, two numbers that uh, add up to seven? I went, well, yeah, of course, if you want. He says, all right, I'll have number 23. <laughs> that's, that's a great story. Somehow, <laughs> it can't be that. Thick. Said it like this. I mean, like this is thick, and there's can't a bloody tell. <laughs> Do you remember Raul? He went to Schalke and had two amazing seasons in the Bundesliga, mm-hmm. and Schalke got to the Champions League semi-finals with him just being this insanely way too good for that team, but just pushing them on and on and on. And now Schalke are absolute garbage. Too good for them now. The, the, the bottom of the league by a mile. I mean, they, they went something well, like... Something. They, they the, went the, a crazy the current, losing streak. The, the current Schalke side has actually got seven players who have played with Schalke in the Champions League. I mean, the, the, that, that is the, quite well, amazing. Well, yeah, but when you think about when Schalke are in the Champions League, it means that you could clearly, like, you've got to chuck some of these out and get some, get some people who are under 35 might be a yeah. good idea. Yeah. They've just been insanely mismanaged. They're a massive club, insanely mismanaged. And there's a lot in the Bundesliga. You get some appalling mismanagement. Like a team like Hamburg should have no business. You know, just, like, just like Hamburg. He seems like Hamburg have no business in the second division. They're enormous clubs. 
and and Schalke. No, well, Hamburg. I'd loved it when Hamburg went down because they had they're arrogant bastards. Yeah. So they were original Bundesliga, and they had a giant clock in the stadium of how long they've been in the Bundesliga. It's like wankers. And when they got relegated, and they haven't gone back up. I think they've been three seasons now in the second division. Have they changed? Have they changed it so it's got number of hours since we were last in the? Or there's like maybe it's got it starts going backwards and then it'll start going forwards again. I don't know how they're going to manage that, but. Anyway, here's, here's one English person who lives in Germany that was very pleased about Hamburg getting relegated. Yeah. I like the badge. Must admit, it's one of my favourite badges. No, I don't, I don't like anything about that football club. No, they got the rivalry with St. Pauli as well. As yeah, but it's very one-sided. St. Pauli, yeah, and even well, yeah. St. Pauli, they've, they've pissed on their chips regarding me anyway. They've become just some commercial... <laughs> I'm end. sure they're upset about that one. Splitters. Red Red Bull are just like <laughs> they call them like um they call them the, the can sellers. That's their nickname with other clubs. And all yeah. in St. Pauli are a t shirt sellers and a football yeah. club for people that have never been to watch football. If you want a proper left wing team, Union Berlin, that's a proper left wing football club. Proper you, left wing football tennis. club. Well, that's have you, garbage. Have you heard of, um, do you know the Roskilde Music Festival here? I've heard of it, you? yeah. It's massive, isn't it? Yeah, massive. It's absolutely massive, yeah. Is it not the really, biggest in Europe? And the last Pardon? I believe is it not the biggest in Europe? It's it's certainly one of them. It's, it's, it's up there. Huge. It's brilliant. If you ever oh, if you ever get the chance to go to Roskilde, it's really really it's fantastic. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I was amazed when I was last there that they actually had a San Paoli stall. So it kind of proves what you're saying that it, it was a stall that they're. Roskiller in Denmark, the festival, which is known for being pretty left wing. But yeah, clearly it's a it's a selling selling opportunity. Yeah. Isn't it really it's selling opportunities, <laughs> like Pauli. No, they're at the yeah. fucking joke of a football team and they can piss yeah. off. They really can. And it's full of twats who support them. I, if you if you wanted right to if you wanted to set up a club to make lots of money out of something, it wouldn't be a bad little mm. model to choose That's, to really no, go after. Yeah. Pretend left wing. Band, Look yeah. at me, I'm left wing. I've got a skull and crossbones St. Pauli t shirt. People sitting, rubbing their beards. Yeah. Playing in brown as well. And all fuck up. And bra- brown is no colour for a football. Well, I can think of. I mean, purple is great. Fiorentina kit is lovely. Yeah. Pink, Palermo yeah. playing pink. And that looks really cool. Brown. No. Did you see the, the latest Napoli shirt? No. Some fashion no. designer did it. The first time I saw it, I thought it looked awful. But I've seen it, a few pictures of them. I think they were playing with the plane into Milan recently, and um, it's quite nice. It's like the old Ian Brown T-shirt, where okay. it, which had had bills round. It's got this. So it's like a pattern of, design around like, the neck. Yeah, yeah. It's got like kind of like Native American style with. Okay. With almost it looks like feathers or something, but it's yeah. Have it's you heard really of nice. Pescara, the t- it. Italian team Pescara? I think they're generally Serie B team, and they had a competition to who designs the kit and a, a, a kid like six seven years old did this kind of multicolored thing like the lgbt flag and a dolphin because mm-hmm. they're they're a, they're a coastal club and dolphin coming out and that got chosen so they had the normally playing blue with this no sponsor and this kind of rainbow with a dolphin coming out and it just looked i thought it looked great i thought it's really nice like interesting change you know i thought it was like the old carlisle one there's nothing good about carlisle which, if, you, if you've ever remember that one, that was green and red and yellow Some and monstrosity. blue or something. It was bizarre, weird stripes in there. 
and but it's still nothing by competes. Eddie Stobart. Eddie, Eddie, well. Eddie Stobart haulage or whatever. Yeah, he owns, he owns Carlisle, doesn't he? And, and, and not the football club. He literally owns Carlisle. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. But there's the worst one still. I can't think of anything com- competing with that whole city one from the early nineties, which was like you know it was like tiger stripes, like tiger patterns. Yeah. It's like oh my god, who? There's a decision making process here, and who thinks yeah, let's go for that one. Well, it's because of the He's tigers. Blind. They've thought, oh, yeah, I know, but people love it because it's our thing. But mm. traditional, um, traditional black and gold stripes are fantastic. Cool, they look I really think. nice, and wolves but, is but, a nice uh, kit. The first, oh, the first um, uh, school team I played for, we had we had black and gold stripes with black caps and, and gold socks. And I thought it was. They were the coolest strips in, the, in our in our league by a long way. In our school team, it was and the Hull, inverse of Motherwell. Bottom. Motherwell, yeah, Motherwell. Hull did have that, didn't? No, I mean the school team. My school team. It was the inverse of Motherwell. It was all maroon with an orange stripe across. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, Mother- uh, yeah. Hull City used to have well, or maybe even do now have have yeah, black and. Orangey, but often they orange. had stripes. I, I remember a lot of the time Amber, they had. I think is it. I, I think traditional Hull City kit is is golden, amber, and black stripes. Yeah, which looks yeah. good. It's a nice kit, yeah. and yeah. Wolves is a nice well, kit. That um, old gold Wolves style looks good. Kevin Keegan. I heard a Kevin Keegan talking about uh, which team he supported, and he supported when he was a kid. He supported Wolves. Because I was wondering if he was a Doncaster Rovers fan. Yeah, he's from Doncaster. Yeah. He support he supported Wolves. Um, because of the kit, mm. and then he also because his granddad, I think, was yeah. Newcastle from up there somewhere. Oh, why not? If you're a little kid, why? Wolves would have been a Wolves would have been a big success. Yeah, as yeah. Well, but he said it was the kit in particular yeah. that he liked. Yeah. I imagine he was like early sixties. He would have been a kid then. Mm. Yeah, and Wolves were. If, if yeah, they were a big club. Then, yeah. They were yeah. coming away. Yeah, but they, they I think in decline, but still a big club. Yeah, because so, they were in, yeah. in the fifties. Giants. I, I was stuck with Bolton for yeah. pretty much the same kind of reason because you know my, my granddad supported them, and the, at that time they had their the golden year. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> well, you might at least you had a golden year in the twenty in the twentieth century. Like, yeah, 90s yeah. Victorian England. That's when we had our golden era. It's <laughs> still the fifth best team ever, according to the only only table yeah. that is actually as I said matters. it's 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 the teams that Graham Alexander played for he's manager of Motherwell now Graham Alexander team. he's only played for four teams I think L- Luton Burnley best. Preston and I looked it up I think there was only it? four yeah it was who is it? the one then can't remember Graham Alexander he's the manager he of Motherwell though now he played a lot of games from North End, didn't he? Absolute he first class player genuinely if, if he was yeah. not it's just his problem was he's not an athlete I mean, was it was still an athlete compared to normal folk, but not. Um, well, yeah. he was a brilliant leader of the game. I think if he was if he was Italian or had gone to play in Serie A, he'd have been an absolute top Serie A player because of the slightly slower mm-hmm. pace of football, which benefits technical players, not athletes. I think he'd have been a, a top would have been Serie A player, really. And if you if you had to put your life in the hands of any penalty taker ever, it, it would have been him. And he played for the other one was Scunthorpe. He did play for five teams. Oh no, four. Preston twice. So he played for 350 yeah. games as a defender. 350 games, 50 goals as a defender. Mm. One in seven from defence. Thank you. That's quality. How, how many penalties? penalties? <laughs> Fucking all of them, probably. Yeah. But an absolute. Um, Latis was good at penalties as well. 
Although he's turned into a dodgy Do you not find it, it sours the memory? Oh, yeah. His politics are awful. Really Why can't he just shut his mouth? Nobody'd know any better. It's, it's, it's really upsetting, isn't it, with, with somebody like Letizia? Yeah, it's a bit like I think I think you mentioned Ian Brown before. I assume you mean the singer Ian. Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know he's. he's I, I can't. It's put me off his music. Like Morrison's that obscure British, a real nasty hard right, far right politi- uh, party. Party, sorry, something like Force England. First Britain and first. first, not Britain first, another one. No. And he wore it on United States television when he was doing a song. Yeah. It was some. Yeah, it was some dodgy right wing party. It was. It wasn't. Brit- it was I can't remember. It was a sort of forerunner to UKIP. What was it? Hold on a minute. I'll yeah, have a look. We can oh, talk about some. But I remember it. I didn't. I had no idea what it was at the time. It, it's not even something that's popular. But then people see it. Morrissey still has massive amount of fans. Picked up on it. And it, and also, I mean, he's, the guy's got two Irish parents. He's you know he's. Obviously, immigrants. Um, don't know, what's yeah. his deal like? Yeah. You do wonder about. It's a bit like uh, no. Well, it's not the same thing at all. We don't know what his political views are at all. But uh, really miserable bastards who've been very successful in life and have got all the money they could ever possibly want. How, how could you end up like Morrissey or uh, Mourinho? How could you end up with such a massive chip on your shoulder and be so unhappy? Mm. <laughs> have you read? Have you read? Is it something like at Spurs? We're getting binned off. He's got twenty-five million. Quid. He got, so he's meant to I be think something he's got fifty over fifty million purely on um payoff. Money. Pay, yeah, payoff money. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Mourinho's dodgy far right. Is he? But Portugal's uh, got I, a long history of far right politics. Mm-hmm. Oh well unfortunately Mourinho was never a hero of mine. But when you do have people that you really admired in, in the arts or sports. And then yeah. I mean, Matt Letizia, everything oh. about him seemed right. He was a fantastic player, totally loyal to his club. Yeah. Seemed like Mark Cookie, and then he comes out with all this bullshit. And it, it, like, it why? Taints the, Just... It taints the way you feel about him. It's yeah, it does. Really it does. It's not quite how you feel about Michael Jackson's music. It does. Like, now you just look at it, and the first thing you think of is not the skill. It's, mm. oh, you know, like, oh. and these guys have got every advantage in life. Yeah. Huge amount of about cash. Graham Alexander. Oh, All his bodies under the clearly he's a co- I, there's no, I, it doesn't say on his Wikipedia <laughs> thing, but clearly he's a communist. <laughs> I've got no doubt yeah. in my mind. Yeah, just lots of dead children built into his well, world. Well, we all make mistakes. You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> yeah. not all the. All no, the you shall one sheep. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed it. If you want to follow us, we are at Indie Liga on Twitter, write there some comments, questions, topics you might want us to talk about, whatever you want. Also, if you get the chance, a nice review, five stars, wherever you listen to your podcast would be great. Thanks again, and till the next episode.